0: And if you want to win the revolution faster, we recommend you remove your XMR from all custodial exchanges immediately. Warning, boating accidents are common around here. Don't forget to properly secure your private keys. Monerotopia starts now. (laughs) I forgot to put on the camera. It was, I stopped the camera. Hello, hello. How do you do? Hello, my beautiful (sighs) viewers that are watching. (laughs) Don't worry, I can't actually see you. (laughs) <laughs> we can't see you. Yeah, these Friday shows. I don't can. know.
1: I think people are just confused because they're they're used to them being Saturdays, right? So yeah, that's what we But we can't always do them Saturday morning, guys. Yeah, we, no, we, we got can. other things going on. Unfortunately. Tom- tomorrow we're going to what is it called?
0: Um, called that. The Libert. It's we went to an, a, a Libertarian
1: AM. convention last week in New Jersey. This is a liberty, oh, take human action. Take human the action human tour. Theater. Yeah, that's At in the, New York City.
0: Yeah, city upper. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so come on out if you're around. Come, come hang. I think it's free. Is it free, or do they sell them? T-
0: uh, I think they are selling it. Are they? Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> so we've we been post, They asked, they asked us done. to
1: post it on our meetup, so I think it might be free. I don't know. Yeah, it's a- should be cool. Bunch of hardcore libertarians hanging out, spreading the good word of liberty. Yeah, I think good. the the gist of it is they're trying to help uh, get get candidates, libertarian candidates, on board to To run in local elections, I think that's what the tour is all about, which is cool. So, should be fun. We'll be bringing, we'll be there with coffee.
0: We'll be there at nine a.m. or we'll be there, yeah,
1: talking up there. Monero, as always.
0: Yeah, lots of talking. <laughs> <laughs> what well, do you want to talk about? Last week's event that we went to Jersey, I guess. I
1: mean, not much to say. It was awesome, right?
0: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We've Dan, of cool people. Dan,
1: oh, was it Dan O'Neill? Dan O'Neill invited us. He's a amazing host. He took care of us, right? He was very nice. accommodating. They had fantastic food there, by the way. They had a like a local Italian chef that retired from some really good restaurant in the area that Dan sourced to make all the food. So we feasted. We sold like six bags of coffee. Yeah, we sold right? a lot of coffee.
0: People were loving the coffee.
1: And we just had, as always, amazing conversation. Whenever we go to these libertarian thing things, it's like just endless convos. We have uh, Dan, taxation is theft. Speaking of libertarian, uh, taxation is theft. is <laughs> our special guest today, <laughs> but I, I'm sure he, he would agree. Like that, that's part of the whole libertarian thing. It's just it's a lot of talking. People have a lot of a lot of things to say, right? Everybody's trying to get it all out there, get the information out there. So it's it's intense, things, right?
0: Yeah, intense. But like, we're trying to fun, tell though. people
1: about Monero. They're trying to tell us about the you know the Liberty Project that they're interested in. But it's great for exchanging information and more so than anything else, it's amazing for meeting people that actually align with our liberty loving values. And it's, it's always, it's always a fun, genuine group. And we always end up making new friends. So it's very cool. Yeah, it's really. It was a lot yeah. of
0: fun. We had a lot of pe- yeah. interesting people. Yeah. And they're people.
1: local to, to New Jersey. So I'm sure we'll be hanging out with them more
0: often. Yeah, it wasn't too far. It was only like yeah. an hour. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was to <laughs> <since in> Manhattan, <laughs> but it would be a lot of fun.
1: This doesn't uh, even happen, it's on the west side, which is yeah, like, is so like it might as well be like the west closer. side of the world. We're That's out here in problem. Queens. That's like as far as you can get. That's Queens, right. why well, <laughs> still being in this.
0: That is. But, uh, I guess before we move on, let's just talk about the new people. That oh my mis- god, speakers. dude, this they conference. Just keep up and up.
1: It's diesel.
0: Yeah. I, know, I so. wish I could
1: just like put somebody else in charge at this point and we can just sit back and enjoy it ourselves i mean it's, it's
0: gonna be awesome it's Good. gonna be epic lots of
1: we didn't we uh we had a peter todd did you put him up yes, there yet he's there. oh you already put him up yep. all right cool yeah peter todd we got Susie uh Yuri bednar from- wait suzy i can't see dawson
0: Is he dawson from panquake Oh, very cool. Yeah, her lightning talk.
1: Well, she's gonna be remote, though, right? Yeah, that, remote. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, there are a few remotes. Peter but.
1: Todd's gonna come in person. <laughs> person yeah. Uri is gonna come in person. Peter's trying to get me because we offer to, you know, re- we're reimbursing speakers for the travel, um, but Peter's trying to get me to reimburse him with Bitcoin Lightning, <laughs> <laughs> and I obviously want to pay him. You know, he wants half in BTC Lightning and half in Monero. Like, come on, bro, sure, what are you like doing? Like, like he's trying so he could tell everybody we'll that we wait. like. He, he knows, he knows he rather. It's a no-brainer. Forcing me to pay him a Bitcoin. Like, these, these Bitcoiners, man, through mandate, through fiat, he's forcing me to pay him a Bitcoin. But like I'll, I'll bet. Cause, cause I, cause <laughs> I, I want Peter to be there. So yeah, whatever, whatever you want, you want. <laughs> whatever he wants, I'll do. But I, that's no, fair. we gotta get, we don't even use, I've never used Bitcoin Lightning, right? Not, not that, yeah. you know, not for any reason other than, you know, we live in a Monero world. It serves our purpose, digital cash. Uh, you know, we receive payments in other cryptos when people, when that's all they have. Right? Like we have some like random, dash, oh, we have, yeah, yeah, there's right? Like, like we from have going to like da- yeah, well, these they're, they're events. Selling, yeah, the some coffee. people just want to pay in, in, in Bitcoin cash. Bitcoin a dash. cash.
0: There was Dash. There was Ethereum.
1: Never Bitcoin. Like never just BTC. Yeah. Right?
0: No, Bitcoin. Just, lightning, Bitcoin lightning. But we don't, lightning. we
1: don't have. Yeah. But really that's not even, that's not even requested.
0: Well, yet. no, there was this one guy that tried to, wow, such high fee to send whatever, yeah, for a cup of yeah, coffee or right. something. And then we were like, wow.
1: Some guy who just like was using his Bitcoin for the first time. After buying it maybe years ago or something, right? <laughs> but but uh, yeah, conferences—it's it's going to be amazing. Up,
0: it's blowing up. We're very excited. There's a lot, a lot of letters, reached outs. But yeah, Beached only out one out. month
1: away, guys. So all that we could, all that we really want from you, if you're looking to help, is spread. Oh yeah, adoptionality. Look at that.
0: We keep adding more. We have more too. want to add? I'm sure. He's going to be selling necklaces. <laughs> <laughs> How about the so guy responsive. who's
1: selling virtual like server space and stuff? Did we add him?
0: Uh, not yet, waiting for
1: him. Okay. Check. We have IVPN, so you could buy your VPN services with Monero directly anonymously. We have this guy that, I forget the name of his company, will be adding it, uh, where you could buy, uh, virtual, uh, you know, servers.
0: Oh, server's server space.
1: guru. Server's guru. Server's guru, yeah, He I'm accepts of Monero, of and you can purchase all those things anonymously in domains, I believe anonymously through him. Um, we yeah, have we different can. wallets. We'll we have, be, I think, adding a few more wallets as well, and yeah, it's all.
0: It's gonna be Monero land. Wallets.
1: It's gonna be Monero. <laughs> land. And then we have the marketplace. We haven't even really showcased that on here, it's, but we're yeah. gonna have an entire like bazaar. It's gonna, it's bizarre. not gonna be like three vendors. It's gonna be like. 30 vendors, right?
0: Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of vendors. In addition to all these. People
1: there selling like craft mezcal, people selling tacos, people selling, you know, handmade leather goods. I don't even, I don't even know. It's gonna be.
0: Soaps, shampoos, whatever you want. Yeah. And it's a nice
1: marketplace. The woman that runs it, like, you know, she really puts a lot of care and thought into it. She like curates who the, who the vendors are. So it, it's going to be like quality too. And we're going to onboard all of them to Monero. She's, she's agreed to essentially, uh, get the vendors to do this. Obviously she can't force them. She's not looking to force them, but she sees no reason why they're not all going to agree. Um, Especially because they'll be getting more business that day if they if they do so, and we told them, you know, you know, we told her we would buy. Buy out their Monero at the end of the day if they want to, you know, trade it. If they're living off this, these payments and they really can't afford to hold Monero on the side. We will, uh, buy them out. Right, that's it. But, yeah. That's yeah really let, let's, let's move on, on let's right? Move Cause move D. On, yeah. is limited in time yeah, yeah, yeah. and we let's, got our special guest waiting. Let's do Let's do uh, it.
0: Yeah. Buy your tickets today. If
1: you oh, one, one thing up. we should add, we should note though is we have the virtual conference. Together.
0: Yes. We have the virtual conference. So buy those too. if, so you, if can't you can't show up in person,
1: if you can't show up in person. You could show up virtually. You'll be part. You could participate in the Q and A. We're going to figure out how to make that work. And the audio visual should be a lot better this year than last year. We have like a whole thing. Sunita's <laughs> looking at me. Will it not be better Is there something? I don't know.
0: I'm just I mean, We're putting through. a lot
1: of money into it, so it should be good, legit. We have somebody who's helping us run that.
0: Exciting. Exciting. Spread the word,
1: guys. That's the, the one. Word. If you could do anything for us, it's, it's spread the word. Spread the word. Get people attending either in person or virtually
0: all righty let's move on Do it. and now for the Monero development segment I a little what? nasally
1: in that you yeah that's like... when i was sick when i did the <laughs> audio
0: what up how sick he is jesus christ <laughs> how's it going uh, it's going
2: pretty well is my audio okay
0: Yep, your audio sounds great.
3: What's going What's
2: on? Man? Yeah, it's going pretty well.
0: Good stuff. Good stuff for taking the time.
1: Yes, yeah, I love this new segment, man. You're doing an amazing job on this. Thank, oh, thank you. Oh, thank,
2: thank you so much. I'm glad you guys enjoy it. Yeah,
1: can <laughs> with it, appreciate it. I know people out there do too. It's really good.
2: Oh, thanks. But um, today we just want to go over. Sorry, you want to talk about something? I don't want to just hop into it.
1: No, no, I no, said no, 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 no. take <laughs> it. I, I, take I saw, you, I saw you lur- lurking in like the uh the research. Groups and the Monero dev groups. Um, I see you asking questions there, which is awesome. What what is like currently being discussed and talked? Have you have you kept your eye on that? Like, I think there was like a research meeting this week.
4: Oh yeah, it was um,
2: the research meeting was really cool. I wasn't there to catch it live. Yeah, so Rang was there, which is really cool to see him um, regularly. I don't know if he's there regularly, but first one I've read when he's there, it's really cool. They just talked about some like um, very experimental technology. Um, they talk about just entertain it. Well, um, someone wrote a p- paper talking about improving bulletproofs, yes. And they pretty much had the pe- the writers of the paper come to the research group and talk about the paper a little bit. It was a little rough because the paper wasn't like public. So like I couldn't read it. But I believe Serain read it and asked them some questions about it. Just very experimental, you know, very early conversations, nothing solid. Just really cool research they were talking about.
1: Awesome. And that's what inspired you to talk about Bulletproofs today?
2: Oh, actually, no, the the recent um, funding for Bulletproof literally just got funded, hmm. uh, I believe, yesterday to last, maybe this morning or, like, last night, the last funding for the audit just got pushed through. Awesome. Yeah, Perfect. so I can...
1: Yeah, give us the rundown.
2: Yeah, so basically, um, Monero has had... Let me go with the next slide. So, Monero Bulletproofs, what is a Bulletproof, you might ask. Um, actually, talking about that, the reason I talk about this is because literally, uh, Monero raised... 16,500 USD. It, of course, it was in the form of XMR, but that's like the peg rate they use to fund the audit of Bulletproofs Plus, essentially. So it's a lot of money put into this. I believe ring is going to also be working on this via Cypherstack, I believe. And so it's a lot of money put into this. So it's really cool tech. Monero has had Bulletproof before, but since this one got funded recently, I think it just came through this morning. I want to talk a little bit about what Bulletproofs are in general. And why we spent so much money on getting these audited. So. Sweet.
1: Yeah, I remember, I remember it was a really big deal when bulletproofs initially got added and like oh. had a tremendous amount of efficiency. Overnight. Oh yeah.
2: I mean, beautiful. And, and they're still talked about being used for other things also um, in Monero moving forward, which is really cool. Um, field of study, but like what is a, what is a bulletproof in general? A bulletproofs just pretty much is a tool they use to help hide the amount. Um for a moment, um, in Monero the amounts weren't weren't hidden on the blockchain. You would pull from a different pool so the amounts the exact amounts you spent weren't really hidden. But when Monero got ring C T the amounts became hidden. But it was a big issue because Ring C T took up a lot of space because it hides the amounts and it does a bunch of other stuff also. So pretty much bulletproofs came along and they were used to help hide the amounts and save space also. And like I said, it was, it was introduced, Bulletproof, the original one, was introduced in October 2018. And then over time, it Bulletproofs have been attributed for helping give an 80% drop-in Monero transaction side, which is like, I mean, 80% is crazy. So Bulletproofs are pretty awesome. And that is a very high level of what a Bulletproof is. So Monero has gone through Bulletproof, which is the original paper, Bulletproof Plus, and then Bulletproof Plus Plus is the one that's getting audited right now by Stack or in the pipeline and get audited.
1: Sweet. Yeah, we, we had, uh, Benedict Buns on Monero Talk. I'm looking right now. It was four years ago.
2: Oh, wow. I might have watched that one, actually. It was like, yeah,
1: like a, like a few weeks after he, you know, he came up with it. Yeah. So that's, oh awesome. yeah,
2: yeah, I did watch that one, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I recommend going to check that one out. It was, it was a classic.
2: Yeah. I honestly feel like you, you have so much content on Monero Talk. I've, I've binged it for hours. It would be very helpful if we had like a website that like breaks it Sort down of right. cat, like catalog that. Yeah. And back. yeah. Right. Shit.
1: You to add that to the list. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're the stink guy over here. Cause it's a lot of content. I mean, one yeah. podcast a week for what since 2016? Two podcasts. No, two. 20, 20 late 2017,
1: 2018. Yeah. yeah. Like it's
2: actually overwhelming amount of content. It's hard. I try to find it on Spotify, which is like you have to just scroll for days and stuff. And then like space is kind of faulty for playback. But yeah, Doug, Doug and not, not just the, the Monerotopia team has done a lot of great work. <laughs> yeah, you're part of that now. Man.
0: You're part of
2: that. <laughs> well, yeah, just to um, demonstrate how important Bulletproofs are, I'm going to go to a slide next. And I know uh, it's a big, skin, a, a big sin to not post the Y values, but this is just a graph. The red is going to be Monero's um, blockchain size. So you can ignore the yellow. It was on uh, this Bitcoin size, so ignore the yellow. But right now at the beginning, if you look at 2014, this is when Monero first got adoption, first came into your You can see a line here. If you look somewhere around 2017, you're going to see a large spike in the transaction rate. And that is when we got, um, Ring CT without bulletproof essentially. So the trend, the blockchain, blockchain size increased a lot in a very relatively short time because we were hiding the amounts, but we weren't using an efficient range proofs such as bulletproof. Well something not as efficient as bulletproof. And then you can see it teeters off here around the time that we got um bulletproofs plus or bullet bulletproofs And then over time the Monero blockchain has been getting more efficient over time. Because it's been leveling off here and getting more and better upgrades. So if anyone says that scaling is a problem with Monero, you know, Monero's getting like not exponentially but very more very, very much more efficient the scale is getting a lot better, and it's just amazing the tech that's coming up.
1: That's a fantastic chart, man. You made that?
2: No, no, no. This is from MoneroJu.net? No, no, I didn't make that. It's actually okay. a live update of the site. They have a lot of great skills, a lot of great charts. I, I can drop in the oh, notes for you. Know, I, know, I know the site you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you, you can literally see, if you look around here, when we got Ring CT, that big uptick, and where it, when it starts to fall off is when we got more adoption of, of the Bulletproof schemes, mm-hmm. and it levels off a little bit more, and Bulletproof has gotten more efficient. So it's just really cool to actually see a graph for that,
1: right? Like, so if we if we didn't get bulletproofs, we would have like blasted through Bitcoin in terms of blockchain size.
2: Yeah, they probably would have come with something like you know something more efficient than the current range proofs that.
1: But look, yeah, fast um, yeah. with the, the, size, the size of the yeah. chain is growing pre bulletproofs. It was uh, yeah, pretty vertical.
2: Yeah, it's, it's pretty rough. Yeah. So got bulletproofs and things got a whole lot better. I believe other people, like other, like those are a very large academic subject also, and they're really cool. And you can do different things with them, such as the next slide. Like you asked about the MLR research. These, these were the people that they interviewed. Once again, I want to reiterate, this is like really early. Not like, it's, it's not like they're like, oh, we're going to use it. It's super, super early. They're like, hey, we just want to talk to you guys about your paper. So that's what happened at the Monero um, research lab meeting. And this, um and this one actually, improves upon bulletproofs with, by using different like um, cryptographic methods inside of it. So that's one me- method that Monero's exploring moving forward. Just an, just an idea about improving bulletproofs. So, you know, better bulletproofs equals be- better scaling, which equals we can do bigger ring sizes, each equals better privacy, so on and so, so forth. Yeah,
1: I'll try to reach out to these guys to do a Monero talk.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah they, were, they were probably really cool. I was warned by, I believe, not warned, but they just, like, put an asterisk on it by Rucknum that the the research isn't as clear or as solid as other research because, like, the paper isn't public. So he said some things about that. So you can check the chat. I don't want to misquote him. But, yeah, they seem like really nice people. They answered questions. Sarang had a conversation with them. I wasn't really you – no, know, I'm not at the level of them, but it seemed like it had a great conversation around us. They probably would really enjoy it.
1: Yeah, and it looks like they're out of some uh, – like, out of Italy, right? Like
2: I believe so. I could be mistake- – I can drop the link here. But, yeah, you can review the Rucknum, what Rucknum said about the paper in the channel. So really cool tech, though. Really nice guys also. Or people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Fantastic to see, man. Like you said, I mean, for anybody that says, like, Monero won't be able to scale, there's ignoring yeah, I reality. I mean, there's just kind of, like, new breakthroughs happening.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, 80% drop in, it's just, not like, crazy. But yeah. Um, sweet. And like I said, you want more papers? The Monero Research Lab keeps, like, a, literally a host of papers you can study. And like I said, Doug was talking about the the Monero workshop meetings—they're really awesome. You can find them on the Monero or the Meta Monero GitHub. They have the meeting logs there and all that good stuff. Also, it's so really great stuff. Really cool stuff.
1: Sweet. Let's post these links. We post these oh links. yeah, I'll
2: give them to you right now. But yeah. Um, yeah. It, any questions?
1: Yeah. No. No. Great job, man. As always. Great job. Great job. <laughs> I recommend people, yeah, follow along. You know, go into the, those chat logs. I I don't always. I'm, in fact, I don't do it all too often, well, but when I do, I never regret it. Like you, you just pick on some up on so much information when you hear it coming directly from the devs. And the... All right, man. All righty. Fantastic job. I think he muted. Did we lose over. him? We no. Okay. I
0: think he muted
1: him. Digo, uh, thank real... you. We know you got to go. You, yeah. We will move thank it along. You so much for... Adios. Bye. On. What we got next? Price let's report. Move on to the price report. No, I... It's hot Nate.
0: I feel fine. <laughs> 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 it's because all the layers. All right. Let's do this. <laughs> The Monerotopia price report segment is sponsored by Local Monero. Avoid using KYC exchanges. Buy and sell Monero directly for fiat, peer-to-peer. Hello, hello.
5: Body, what's hey, up? Guys.
0: How's it going?
5: It's really good. How about yourselves? Good. Good. Mm-hmm.
0: Happy Friday. Thank you for joining us. See, Friday. I'll
5: keep busy, man, all the time. Y'all are heading to conferences all the time. Hosting I know. Conferences. Uh, and, I can't uh, keep up
0: yeah. with this one, I swear.
5: We don't
1: know how to say no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But... Trump. I just love They're the libertarian
5: conversation. Like <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> one life to live, and we want to spend that life at libertarian conferences <laughs> for some reason. It is fun, man. It is, You know it. You know it, right? Oh, you, yeah. You
5: hang among They're good the people. People. It's, people. I remember yeah. in 2016 when I first started going to conferences, uh, and was really the first one I went to, and it was a shock that other people in the real world actually existed that thought like I did. You Because know, normally yes. you talk to people, and it's just like their eyes glaze over.
1: Right. Yeah, in your immediate circles, right? Like you don't really find those but now we, Yeah. And and Not like the same last show. Movie. I mean, uh the, the 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 crossover with Monero, with digital cash, the libertarian uh movement makes so much sense, right? And so we're 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 making headway. I mean, Feel like liberti- uh, Monero is a lot more known now than it was from when we first started making
5: progress. Yeah, I've seen a lot of progress across all fields, whether that's, um, like the freedom movement starting to embrace Monero or whether that's even Normie starting to embrace the freedom movement. Uh, we definitely are making progress on all fronts. So it's really great. How are we doing with price stuff? What's going on with that? Price is looking good. So, um, we had a, we had a confluence today where we closed the weekly, the monthly and the quarterly candles along with with options expiry on uh, basically the markets across the board. So it's actually a pretty big close. And what I wanted to see, I tweeted about this yesterday, I wanted to see general positivity, not excessive positivity, but a general strong close across the board. um, And that should set us up pretty nicely for more gains here in the weeks ahead. So we've got the Monero chart here, but uh, maybe we should go to the stock market first because that kind of gives us a little bit of a clearer picture here. So we'll start with the NASDAQ. Um, Basically, we're kind of in this upward channel. We've broken uh, significantly above, retested, found support at what was previously resistance and off to the races. Now, the thing that I really liked seeing today was um, we finally broke through this horizontal area of resistance where like, that was the support and it was resistance. Uh, a little bit of resistance there, and then that was like maintaining resistance for really the past month or so. Uh, so it was a really nice thing that we finally broke through that. I've, I've been waiting to break through this for quite a while. It was hard for me to believe that this run was just over and that we were going to go back to the downside, but we, we seem to have problems breaking through. But as of today, uh, really starting right around towards uh, Wednesday, Thursday, but as of today, we convincingly broke above it. And if we go to the daily, you can see that we basically uh, we confirmed the close above it. So this is another thing that I like to do. Um, I picked it up from Gary Soloway. Got to give credit where credit is due. Um, when you're trying to break a resistance or you're going to break down through support, you want to check out the daily candles. And so right here, that that horizontal line is important. So yesterday, Thursday, we closed above it. But then today on Friday, closing above it again. That's a really good thing. Uh, that gives you confidence, confirmation that this probably is a real break. This isn't just, uh, you know, it's not just a, a fake out. So another thing we can do is, um, we're going to look at some monthly candles today because we've got the monthly close and the quarterly close. So it's kind of a, kind of a big candle here and I'll mute some of those. So overall, like this looks nice. Um, this looks a lot like reversal. It looks at least kind of like reversal. Uh, it definitely has the impression that we can keep going up. So that's the NASDAQ. The S&P looks just a little bit different. It took a little bit longer for the S&P to break out because of all the banking troubles and the banks are all rolled into the S&P. Not not all of them, but, you know, they're the banks never show up in the NASDAQ. They're always in the S&P. So uh, it also broke out the S&P. Let's go to the monthly. So overall, what we're looking at here, the point of sewing stocks is that it's basically risk on. The mentality of the market right here is risk on. So this is a good thing. I do expect that we should continue seeing gains in the stock market. Um, Let's go ahead and take a break here and go to Monero because that's really what we want to see, right? So we're still in this channel here, this long-term bear market channel, but we are pressing up against it. And probably you've heard me say before that this is exactly how you break (laughs) resistance. So we've got our, our lines here, right? You touch it, you touch it again. You kind of almost broke through it, wanted to, It came down to a very natural support level. And then we're pressing up here again, like in quick succession, kind of like bop, bop. So, I mean, you, you very much expect the next thing that's going to happen here is we're going to break this resistance and then start moving towards the upside. That doesn't mean it has to happen immediately. It doesn't have to happen next week. Although I do next week, I do want to see broad follow through in the markets. Like we're, we're not really at a like completely confirmed breakout here in terms of the stock market. So, yes, we've had two days close above a significant resistance level but we still want to see follow through next week. And that should give the market confidence. I see a lot of people out there that are still very worried. They're not quite sure. A lot of people have been hesitant. And I'm sure that that expiry, the options expiry that happened or happens today, uh, and these monthly, weekly, quarterly candle closes that happened today were probably, I have to imagine a lot of players, especially institutional money, was probably sitting out of the market waiting to see what happens. So if we get follow through, um, tomorrow, or sorry, not tomorrow, next week. If we get follow next week, that should set things up very nice. So let's go ahead and take a look at the monthly on Monero, the monthly candles, just to uh, get a feel for what it looks like. Um, this line down here, I wouldn't regard that as entirely valid. It's just kind of me connecting these two bottom points and you, you can kind of see like you could easily make the line look like that or you could kind of make it look like that. So it's it's really, maybe I'll just delete that. But one thing that you can see very clearly here is this rising triangle. So coming back to these points right here, uh, this triangle does seem to make a lot of sense, and I mean, hopefully, we're we're going to do something that goes that that starts moving towards the top side. If we get broad positivity and strength through crypto and all markets, and, and that's a real possibility, it looks like we could be setting up for a real possibility for continued strength and some big gains uh, across the board. So, if that happens, you know, I, I really would love to see Monero getting back to three hundred dollars, maybe even uh, another top. I mean, the way the way this formation is, you would expect at some point. To visit the top of this, probably touch this line one more time down here at, at some point and then finally break that. We're probably still looking at another mm, at least a year, probably two years before that actually happens. Uh, the ratio, Bitcoin, XMR versus Bitcoin. Uh, we'll go ahead and look at the monthly on this one as well. So familiar chart. Uh, we've seen this before. Big sideways triangle. We broke through it. We're basically this bottom area here is still acting as support for us that should be a pretty strong support. Uh, I'm not too worried about breaking down below that at the moment. Um hopefully we never break down below that, but uh we just have to we just have to see, right? We should be gaining against Bitcoin over the long term fundamentally. Uh, I do believe that fundamentals over very long time frames play out and matter. Anyways, we are looking at this line right here and I do think the most likely scenario since I, I think the market is going to be going up. I think the direction is up still. That probably means more leverage getting put into the crypto market at some point, and that probably means that the ratio is going to take a bit of a dip and play in this area. Just expect that. Um, you know, prepare yourself mentally for it. Other than that, there's there's not too much exciting going on with with the other parts of price. We've got um, – there was a bunch of longs that got opened up last week, then they closed, but we're still net long. We're still well into the net longs. And then we can take a look at the price divergences. Like we talked about, I um, I just can't make sense out of – some of those big movements that happened over here, it seems like they're accumulating. Maybe they're preparing for the uh for the money run, but maybe they're doing something else. I don't know. But at any rate, uh we're basically kind of oscillating. We spent the past week oscillating lower, a little bit higher, a little bit lower. So nothing too exciting about this chart or too notable uh, for the past week here. But we're heating um, up. We're heating up. I lip, but, yeah, I mean, overall, the markets, yeah, look like they're heating up. What do you um, think? Yeah, what's your best guess
1: for price of Monero on Cinco de Mayo, first day of Monerotopia?
5: Oh, man, hang on. Let me pull out my uh, crystal ball, what? <laughs> my proprietary statistical crystal hey, ball.
1: Yeah, this is it. Make your guess to right now. Let's see Let's see it. Right. We'll, yeah, All right, let
4: me,
5: let's go to the daily. That will be easier to see. All right, uh, we'll go, go to the eight-hour, so
1: What's your guess? Let's
5: let body guess first. All right, so here's Cinco de Mayo. That's the vertical line I just dropped. you over here. No, I'm not. <laughs> just, just I'm going to say, I would say 186, but I want to be more optimistic than that. So let's just go for 202. Wow. What are we at right now? We're at currently a... at 158. Okay. So Cinco de
1: Mayo, I'm going to call for $202. What wow. what was your 186 guess based
0: on?
5: How how you It would have been this spot right here, the the top of the uh the recent breakout. Oh, okay. So basically, you know, kind of a break out of this, maybe retest it and then have a nice run, something like that. And then with the, should, uh, like
1: the NaroTopia effect, it will take it up a little extra to shoot. So I got I got you. Like you.
5: narrowtopia something like that. <laughs> and... <laughs>
1: Shit, that sounds pretty Let's good.
5: See. And then maybe over here in September, the Mount Gox one. I say, I
1: say we hit, I say we hit 239 by, by weekend end. Wow. Okay. <laughs> totally random. <laughs> all right. I'm going to put, I'm still put below. Who knows?
5: Right, we're going to we're going to add, some, arrow, uh,
1: guys. It doesn't matter. We don't care about the price. It still works no
5: matter what. The all price. right. There's an arrow with my call. And you, I'm sorry. What did you say, Doug? Two, by saying 239 by the end of that week. 239. All right. We're going to put these arrows up here and uh, we're going to leave them. And I, and I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. Shit. 237, yeah. 239. There we go. Nita, what's your guess? I'm
0: going to go in the middle. <laughs>
5: <laughs> you should do prices, right rules, and go like 203, you know? Yeah, you should go super low.
1: You should be like. All
5: right. So 220 for Sunita is where we got her.
0: Yeah, that's literally what I. Okay. Okay. All right, all right, man. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Yeah,
5: thank you so much. We'll, we'll be seeing Thanks, you guys. A yeah, weeks. we'll be looking
0: forward to it. Oh,
5: hey, let me put out one more thing, guys. Be on top of gold. Gold could be doing good things here. Just know that there could be breakout here. So if you were thinking about picking up some gold, I say you definitely keep an eye on that chart. It, it could be ready to break out. All right. Well, maybe I'll buy
1: some tomorrow with Monero at the Libertarian. I bought <laughs> I bought, bought goldbacks with Monero gold backs, last yeah. week. The gold the backs. Goldbacks back look
0: there. so cool. They're really the cool. Backs.
1: We're trying to get them to come down to Monerotopia, um, and then sell gold, gold backs. From
5: that would be boss.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love them. <laughs> they're like My beautiful. daughter loves them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, screw Monero. Oh, so... <laughs> Give me those gold backs. Alright, buddy. Alright, thank you. Cheers. Body. Buy gold. Buy gold. <laughs> this is not investment advice. Alright, thanks. Bobby. Bye guys. See you,
0: you
6: too. Later. Alright.
0: The Monerotopia guest segment is sponsored by. Cake Wallet, store, send, receive, and exchange your Monero Bitcoin safely on iOS and Android too. Cake Wallet is open source, and you always control your own keys.
1: Everyone, song
0: wise. <laughs> like, Dan, what's
7: up, man? You're on mute.
0: You're on mute. Sorry, i
7: Hey, sorry, how's it going? Ooh.
0: Good, how are you?
7: No, no. <laughs> Thanks for waiting,
1: man. Thank you, appreciate it.
7: Yeah, all good. How's it going?
1: Good, man. Good. We're chilling. We're chilling. You know, we're uh, just working on the conference,
7: balancing the day yeah, job. about
0: chilling? The chilling.
7: <laughs> yeah. No I just use that word. I, I say the same thing. There's no chill at all.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like there's I, I no feel
7: chill. like, yeah. sorry if my eyes are a little bloodshot, like I haven't slept in like an entire week. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but you're chilling. Yeah, but I'm chilling. Nothing much oh going God, on. Not, Everything's good. <laughs>
1: What do you have going on? We know what we we have going on with the conference and all that, that
7: stuff. What do you, what do you around, man? So I'm uh right now working on a book. Um, uh, it's, it's, I want to say it's halfway done, but like every time I turn around, there's like more, more that I have to read and I've been going through court cases and, and I've got like 20 hours of C-SPAN footage from 97, I think that I need to sit through of IRS testimonies. Um, Insane amount of stuff I keep, I keep like bumping into and I'm like, Oh my God, I got to put something about this in the book. So I got to, of course, go back and read everything. Um, but yeah, the book is just basically everything about the tax system and, and how everything the government does is, is a scam and a fraud and we're all being cheated out of our money and our rights and everything else. So, um, yeah. <laughs> wow.
2: Okay. Taxation
7: is theft. Exactly. <laughs> so you, you but like, what's the, like the different type of research you're throwing in there to, to make so to make a point? OK, so a lot of this started from the idea that most Americans don't actually have to pay income tax because that's like the biggest scam. Um, and this when I first heard about this, like maybe 20 years ago, um, there was like there's a lot of bad information out there. Right. So I was going down the rabbit holes and I'm like researching and I'm like, OK, this is total BS. Right. Yeah. And then this, this guy ends up in prison. Um but then i i ran into somebody who had receipts and they're like they're like yeah look we're getting all the money back the irs is accepting our returns and they basically figured out the right way to do things because the government is just like this massive bureaucracy and what people have been trying to do is like fight the tax itself and say it's not constitutional and all these other things but the reality is like it is constitutional just doesn't apply to anybody and if you give them the right forms they'll acknowledge that your your income is not taxable and they'll um and they'll just, uh, basically give you your money back. <laughs> so it's really bizarre. Um, are you, are you going to give a presentation on this at Monerotopia? I absolutely can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please
1: do, man. in, in more, more um, detailed form. What, yeah, what are, so, you know, what are these
7: applications that you could fill out and things you can say to
6: <laughs> basically. Well-
7: It's, it's, it's not even that easy because like, okay, it used to be like, you know, you get the W-4 when you get a job and like there used to be a box that said check here if you're exempt and they wouldn't withhold any money for the, for the income tax. They'd still withhold the other stuff like social security. That Mm -hmm. box is gone now. Now you have to like read like page three of the instructions in like two point print where it says like if you want to claim exempt cuz they still have to give you the option they're like there's there's two boxes they're like write the word exempt between the two boxes <laughs> like that's what that's the instructions now like no no exaggeration so they're like there's no form the problem is that that like it's a bureaucracy and they kind of like you know they leave that stuff out of the equation right like like the declaration of independence it says um, you know, it says when the government becomes destructive to the ends of serving the people, we have the right to alter or abolish it, but, uh, they didn't really leave instructions. They left instructions for amending the constitution, but not for abolishing it. Right. So it's kind of like, is there a form I submit yeah. somewhere <laughs> like, what? in the abolish process now? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> is there a waiting period? Um, so, so yeah, it's really just a matter of, of navigating this. And, and there's been, um, you know, like I said, a lot of people have gone to, um, To jail over it, but something that, that I really just, just blew my mind and, and something you were talking about when you, when you were introducing the show, um, about, uh, sorry, I, I, I forgot what it was, but you said something about like, um, believing in, you know, things and how they're gonna happen. Um, and so funny thing is, no matter how ridiculous of a scam you think you found a loophole in, in that you don't have to pay the taxes. Um, The two major charges that most people get, and I shouldn't say most people because, like, nobody even gets charged ever, right? It's, like, 2,000 people a year out of 100 million, 150 million filers. There's failure to file, and there's evasion, and both of them are willful, which means – and there have been court cases where it's like, okay, what this guy believes is total bullshit, but he believes it, and right. therefore it was not willful. <laughs> right. So um, – so it it's really it's really amazing but um I've I've read through all this stuff a dozen times I've read it from different people and and yeah there's little nitpicky things here and there and like you know the people who do go to jail you can figure out exactly you know where they messed up um but I'm a believer this, this tax. I mean, it's, just, it's still a free country and we're just tricked into ratting each other out and saying like, Oh, he made some taxable income. It's not really taxable, but the IRS is like, okay, somebody said it. We have testimony. Let's go take that guy's money. Um, and it's, it's just absolutely insane how the system works.
1: Well, what I don't get is like, you gotta, you know, fill out your tax forms at the end of the year and pretty much, you know, you tell them what you think you owe. Meanwhile, it's like, they theoretically should already know what you owe. So it's like, you tell me, you tell me what I need right. to pay. Right? Like, and why
7: am I? That's the scam. Because if they <laughs> had to tell you what you owed, it would be criminal. They'd be violating the law by telling you that, that that money that you earned is taxable. So they can't do that. They'd have to go through your records, which would violate your fourth and fifth amendment right. rights. You can't do it. They'd have to, they'd have to do all this stuff and they can't. And And the money's not taxable to begin with. So they'd be lying if they, even if, even if you said, like, you know, you're, you're driving around in your, in your new Mercedes and you're wearing your fur coats and everything. Like, even if you're doing that, they can't say it was, it was from a taxable source because they, they don't know and it's not. So, so what they do is they rely on everybody just snitching each other out, your boss, your employer sending W-2s and 1099s and all this other stuff. And then the IRS is just like, Oh, we have information. And then they send, if you don't file, they send you a bill. So it's, it's insane. But this is like this whole, um, and it's funny because they like, tongue in cheek say like, oh, it's, it's a uh, voluntary, it's a voluntary tax system, voluntary compliance and all this stuff. And then like at the end of the day, they're like, but you have to do it. And it's like, okay, but kind of, but not really. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's tricky, but I don't want to say like to anybody listening right now, um, don't go out this thing keeps, it doesn't want to say my here. Don't go out and think you can fight the IRS tomorrow. Um, there's definitely a lot to it. And it took me like a good 20 years to really, really figure it out. Um, and, you know, and that's based on, you know, hundreds of other people who have done, a, a you know, a lot of research. So um so it's, it's not something um it's not something like that, but it's definitely something worth looking into for for the future. Not to mention they have guns now, too. So watch, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so here's an interesting fact. When they come to your house with guns, there's there's. They're supposed to get a court order before they can take any property from you, but they'll come to your house and they'll say, here's the here's the bill. Here's the notice of deficiency that you owe us money. Um, can we come in and take your stuff? And you can tell them to get off your property and go away. And they have, according to the Internal Revenue Manual, if you tell them to leave, they're supposed to leave. And if they want to get something, they have 10 days to go to a court and file for an actual court order to come back and take it but here's the thing this is like you know with um you, you might have heard like in the criminal justice system 95 percent of all the cases like never go to trial like everybody just takes the the plea uh, the plea bargain yeah. it's the same thing like people come like the irs comes and they're like they're like uh could you please give us this and everybody's just like okay here you go don't <laughs> shoot me <laughs> i'm not gonna ask any questions it yeah it's, in, it's insane and the banks will do that with your money without a court order. The banks will get this letter that says, uh, I think you have some money that belongs to this person. Could you please send it to us? It's absolutely insane. I shit you not. And it says right on the back of the form. Uh, no, it doesn't because they omitted that part. It has the code that says if you look it up, this is, this, this doesn't really mean anything unless it's signed by a judge and it's not. So, um, but you know, the, whose, whose side is the bank going to take? <laughs>
1: What, what do you, what do you think this idea that you, you know, theoretically can't lose your, your Bitcoin in a boating accident, but you can
7: lose your Monero? Um, you know what I'm talking about? I, I, yeah, but <laughs> I see, I say like, what, what, why, why would you want to lose it in a boating accident if you don't have to pay taxes on it in the first place? Um, sure, sure. <laughs> um,
1: but it's, it's hard to confiscate something that doesn't exist. Yeah.
7: Yeah. No, absolutely. And I mean, like even, Here's the interesting thing with Bitcoin. Like, I, I think you know, if they can't get the keys, then then sure. But if they know it exists, then then they're gonna, tr- yeah, they're absolutely gonna try to tax it. Like, I mean, I'm sure if they could get to the point where you know, like they're doing with the bank accounts, right? Th- this is the interesting thing. People are like, that's a violation of my Fourth Amendment rights because they're 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 into my bank. Ac-. No, they're not into your bank account. They're into the bank's bank account. Like right. your bank account I- is a I- joint I- account. Right. It's, 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 not, not it's not your money. money. It's right. Yeah. Well, no, it's not even that. It's like the ledger does not belong to you. It's not like you wrote your accounting and then you stick it in a safe deposit box. It is right. a contract between you and the bank. They own the same half of the ledger. So, um, so they're able to snitch it out. And with Bitcoin, it's the same kind of thing, right? If the IRS is like, well, we, we, we've been able to connect this wallet to this guy. Let's see if there were any deposits of $600 or more that go into there. They can just look at that and say like, Oh, we're going to, uh, we're going to assess a tax on that. Um, that's probably a little bit, um, um, that's probably a little bit wishful thinking for the IRS because I think they need a third party to testify to it. Um, but, you know, yeah. Well, I new. mean, what do you think, man? So like, I, I
1: often talk about that and say that, right. Kind of this worst case scenario where Bitcoin becomes this tool for governments to use to more perfectly tax and, and, you know, obtain those tax from, from their citizens. Right. If everybody's using this completely open and transparent ledger, that's yeah. Um, and has the resources to trace and analyze, does it then just become this perfect tool for taxing?
7: Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's worse than that because, um, you know, like there's, there's like anti money laundering laws and everything that say, you know, if, if you receive money that was used, like that, that was, you know, raised from drug sales and they catch some drug trafficker, right? Now it's not just like, oh, I have a dollar bill. Where did it come from? I don't know. Now it's like, oh, like, you know, 50 transactions ago, that came from a drug dealer. And so now you're trading with, we're going to confiscate that or you're trading with, you know, um, illicit funds. If you don't give it back to us, we can take you to jail. Like there's all kinds of, of weird scenarios that can come out of that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, um,
1: yeah, it makes people <laughs> responsible for the history of their money, right?
7: Yeah. Yeah. Which is insane.
1: Shit. man, what do you think of the CBDCs? I mean, that, that's um, the, you know, do you think that's also a route towards that perfect kind of you know, more perfectly taxed people.
7: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, if the government makes it, of course, they're going to put some security features in there that are, you know, that are like, um, you know, tracking. Um, and, and here's the thing, right? They're going to sell people on it. They're going to be like, oh, it's safer because it comes from the government. And, and you know, oh, and it's more transparent. And you can see where the money comes from and everything else. And that's good because that's going to help, just help us catch criminals and blah, blah, blah. And you have nothing to hide. So you have nothing to fear, right? Um, and it, it's like, that's the propaganda, you know, if, if this, if they're really going to push it, that's the kind of stuff they're going to be telling us. Um, and, and I always like to laugh at that one because it's like, oh, oh, you have nothing to hide? Well, go walk down the street with your pants down. <laughs> Most people won't do that because they understand like, okay, there's something that's private. And it's like, okay, you might not be buying drugs with your money, but like, it doesn't matter. Some people do private things with their money and they have a right to, to hide that just the same way you have a right to wear pants when you walk down the street. Instead of, you know, walking with them around your ankles. (laughs) Not that, uh, not that I wear pants when I walk I I, I get, I get the analogy
1: (laughs) for those that wear pants. Right. Yeah. That are just, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. I mean, anybody that, that says that is just not, is like, I don't know. They're, they're not thinking things through. They're not realizing. I mean, the the most extreme version of that, right? Is like, all right. So why don't we put. You know, cameras and every, well, there's are basically already cameras and, every, and microphones in everybody's home, right? But it's such a way where the government can listen in all the time, right? Like right. Don't, for, don't you for you your wanna, safety. Yeah, for your put, safety. Put video cameras in the bathrooms, right? Make yeah, sure nobody we'll gets raped be in the about bathrooms. Crime again. I mean, how are you not on board with that, right? It, yeah. Like if you um, have nothing to hide and you want you want a safe society, you should be totally fine with that.
7: Yeah. They, they, uh, there was, um, there was a great quote from somebody that said, uh, so, so I'm, I'm terrible at quotes and names, but, um, um, the, the, uh, basically yeah. tyrants are always trying to use the, the public good as their justification for all their dirty deeds. Mm.
1: I thought you were going to say, I think it was Snowden that said, uh, saying you have nothing to hide. Uh, what was it? <laughs> it's like saying, uh, Saying you have oh, saying you don't believe in privacy because you have nothing to hide is like
7: saying you don't believe in sex because you have nothing to say. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: But I, I like yours better. Who said that? <laughs> Do you know who said it?
7: Um, I have gotten I'm sure I have it written down somewhere, but um, I have to Google it. One of the founding <laughs> fathers? Um, maybe. <laughs> or like or like one of those like philosophers. Um, uh, like uh, what's his name? Tolstoy or something maybe. Oh, okay. You're reading Tolstoy, man. Damn. just the quotes <laughs> <laughs> oh, so here's here's a fun story I just learned about like those those Russian like novels that are like a million pages yeah. um they were paid per word to write them so. Oh, like, they... <laughs> so they're like okay I'll make it really long oh
8: my gosh
1: and now we could just ask chat GPT to like you know give give me the right <laughs> <laughs> summarize it in in one one tweet exactly <laughs> um yeah man. Thanks for jumping on today. What, what else? Uh, what else do we have to look forward to at Monero-topia? You're You're not bringing wine down there, are you?
7: Um,
0: ah, are you wine?
7: I might be able to bring like a bottle. Um, okay. I don't, I don't have a whole lot. I'm, I'm down in Mexico with you, sir. Or oh, I'm down yeah. in Mexico right now. So, oh,
0: cool. oh okay. <laughs> Tell us about um, the wine,
7: though. What's the deal with the wine? So, so the wine is Blood of Tyrants, which is why I know so many quotes about Tyrants. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, yeah. So we started this brand about six months ago. Um, it's been doing really well. We're selling exclusively online and we're about to grow this out into an energy drink. Um, but it's not like one of those crazy chemical cocktails. It's like, it's a Yerba Mate tea base with natural sweeteners and everything, zero calories, zero sugar. Um, so it's a really awesome drink, get a good little energy buzz. And, um, it's called liquid freedom and, uh, it's going to be available soon. And it's, it's what we're really trying to do is we're really trying to embody the spirit of, of freedom and free thought. Um, and you know, everything that Monero stands for in, in something that, you know, people can participate in with their daily life, something that, that, you know, we can, we can bring this, like, it's like, yeah, um, you know, yeah, I'm all about free speech and free thought and everything. Let me go to the grocery store and pack my fridge with all kinds of corporate BS that's like made by these, these, you know, probably the same two corporations that own everything. And, and, um, you know, they're using that money to seal our rights <laughs> through governments and subsidies and all that other kind of stuff. Um. Couldn't agree more, man.
1: That's what we do. That's what we do with the gratuitous. We were going to, we were going to try to add your wine, I think, right? We work on that. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So at least people can, you know, just another avenue for them to buy your wine. Do you, where does it come from? Where do the grapes come from?
7: Um, from Northern California. Sweet. So yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's, it's a really good wine. I was kind of torn on that because I was like "Uh, California. I grew up in California. So, um, (laughs) <laughs> I know the government there well. We're probably on a first name basis. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I was kind of like, eh, California, but it was the best wine. So, uh, that's, that's where we went. Does it come, de- uh, from one farm or are you like
1: sourcing multiple grapes? Yeah, right. Right or? now it's
7: coming from one farm. So, um, when we get bigger, we might go to more. Um, we, we definitely did want to expand to like a white wine at some point, the tears of tyrants. Well, because if we add (laughs)
1: because if we add it to gratuitous, so the whole thing with gratuitous is exactly what you said, right? It's about being able to buy quality goods direct from source, direct from the farmer, whatever it is, using Monero, right? Circumventing these third-party corps that just ruin all these products. But in addition to that, it's also being able to tip the people that that make the product, right? So coffee, you can tip the farmers. If we add your wine, it'd be cool if we get a hookup. The workers where the wine's coming from with Monero wallets and add that gratuitous element. You think it'd be possible? That would be awesome.
7: Yeah, I think we can.
1: Awesome. You have like a, obviously you got a relationship with the,
7: yeah, we got a, there's, there's one thing which, and uh, we have a workaround that we're working on, but, um, as of right now, the website doesn't take Monero or any crypto because, um, basically because of the tyrants that work for the government. And there's like, there's like 13 uh, states that we can't ship to. Well, we could. We'll add you. You know, we'll add you
1: to gratuitous. They could place the order, and then we would just pass it
7: on to you, and you can just ship the order. Yeah. That's yeah. That's basically. So yeah, this is how stupid it is. We we can't sell the wine. Um, my company can't sell the wine because we don't have the license, but we can sell a gift card, (laughs) and we can make that gift card automatically redeem itself. Um, it's yeah. I mean,
1: these
7: are. These are the brilliant minds who are like, oh, let's just, oh, sorry. My camera turned off. Um <laughs> These these are the brilliant <laughs> minds who are like, oh, let's just, let's just ban spam email and that'll stop it. <laughs> like it, it, this is, the you know, and it's the same thing. Like, oh, let's just, let's just ban politicians from trading stock and that'll stop it. No, it's not like they don't, they don't understand how any of this stuff works. Um, but, you know, these are the laws that, that we have to work with. So we got to work around them the right way.
1: And you seem to be very creative with, with that. You seem to have a knack at, at being able to.
7: Yeah, it's
1: I, my mom always said I should have been a lawyer. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's not all it's cracked up to be. Um, no. awesome, man. Thank you, f- thank you for jumping on today. Anything else you want to bring up? Um, no, I just like to say taxation is theft. Cheers <laughs> to <Jesus laughs> that. It's, like <laughs> it's the only button we got. We got to. <laughs>
0: well, we have others, but they're like a womp, womp. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Awesome,
7: damn, man, thank you. So- what happened to your camera? um funny story it's actually because of taxes so there's a tax on cameras if they run longer than 30 minutes in europe it's considered a video camera and there's a different tax they apply on it so i had my dslr hooked up and for some reason it usually doesn't do this because it's not actually recording but for some reason it's been turning off at 30 minutes so but yeah thank you can thank your local tax (laughs) wait are you serious yeah no that's a real thing oh yeah uh If you, like, you know, Vans, uh, Vans shoes have a little bit of felt on the bottom. Okay. I did not know that, but okay. It's, it's so when they import them, they can pay a lower tax because they're slippers, not shoes. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) It's insane. Like the tax schemes that they have are like, it's it's so idiotic and like, you know, the, oh, tomatoes, tomatoes are a fruit, right? Seeds on the inside. Yeah. But there was a there was a Supreme Court case in I think 1890, and there was a tax on vegetables, and they were like, "Wait, we're missing out on on all these tomatoes." So they took it to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court ruled, "Well, yeah, for the purpose of this tax, tomatoes are vegetables," and so now everyone thinks tomatoes are vegetables. Oh, that's literally where that that yeah, that Nix v. <laughs> Nix Hedden.
0: That's hilarious.
7: <laughs> Look it up yeah it's Good. taxes are taxes are insane and they I, like i I'm excited, I'm excited to read your book man <laughs> 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 Wait, When when do you think the book will be ready um at this rate it's gonna be a while um I, I I hopefully in the next couple months I'll be able to send the the first edition off for editing um so it's still got a few months uh to go but um uh hopefully by the end of the year hopefully sooner than that, but okay. we'll see
1: word all right, buddy.
7: Um awesome. thanks so much. We'll see you we'll, jump, see, you in yeah. Mexico, we'll see you in Mexico then. Yeah, thanks John. for having me on. I'll see you guys soon.
1: Oh, yeah, if you can try to try to spread the word to your peeps. Get get it out there. You know, put the uh, Monerotopia.com <laughs> out there. Absolutely. We, we added a virtual ticket too so people that can't make it down um can
7: watch it virtually. Nice.
1: Yeah, and if you have anybody in Mexico that wants to come, let us know. Well, we can, I we
7: can. will see. I know they have like a they have a lot of crypto stuff going on in Tulum, but I'm I'm always outside of the city, so if yeah, uh, if you I head in there, super I'll cheap see what I can find. Ticket for locals. So if you know, you know, if you know people or whatever that are local that want to attend, if you have, um, I wonder, um, do you have any flyers or, or anything I can like drop off at some little shops? Yeah, around can, Tulum. Yeah, we can figure that out. Yeah, okay. Figure that out. Cool. Yeah, because there's definitely a culture for that down here. Awesome, man.
1: All right, buddy.
0: We'll continue the conversation awesome. offline. Cheers. All Thank right. you.
7: Good All night. right. Have a good night.
0: Bye. Take care. And
7: taxation is
0: theft. There you go. All right. Let's move on to the news with Donnie. The Monerotopia weekly news segment is sponsored by iVPN. Use a VPN to help prevent your online activity from becoming a permanent record. iVPN encrypts your data and DNS requests so your ISP or mobile network provider cannot monitor or log your online activity. Purchase an IVPN service today anonymously with Monero. What? Look at that. Hey. <laughs> Hello. How do you do?
6: I'm good. How are you?
0: Good, 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 good. good. Thanks for jumping on, on this Friday night. We appreciate it.
6: Of course. Of course. If my camera shuts down in 30 minutes, I'm <laughs> going to. <laughs> That's crazy.
2: Crazy. <laughs>
6: That's crazy. We got, yeah, investment
1: advice, tax advice. We we don't
6: offer any of that. <laughs> this week, it's going to be focused on the US dollar. There's been a lot of things happening, uh, on that. So we're going to focus mostly on the US dollar. Uh, I have a couple of videos that discuss, um, the US dollar's global supremacy erodation. So we're going to watch them in a little bit. Um, but basically, so, The dollar has been the dominant uh, financial tool of the world, but now um, other countries are trying to destabilize it, like Brazil, uh, Russia, China, and uh, South Africa. So it's going to be very interesting in a couple of months what is going to happen and how it's going to affect America. And I think the whole point is to destroy the dollar just to introduce the CBDC. I think that's what it comes to. So... Let's watch this video from CNN. Here's my take. Which uh, is actually very interesting coming from CNN. We'll watch uh, the first minute of it.
4: Here's my take. The most interesting outcome of the three-day summit between Vladimir Putin and Xi Jinping got limited media attention. Describing their talks, Putin said, we are in favor of using the Chinese yuan for settlements between Russia and the countries of Asia, Africa, and Latin America. So... The world's second largest economy and its largest energy exporter are together actively trying to dent the dollar's dominance as the anchor of the international financial system. Will they succeed? The dollar is America's last surviving superpower. It gives Washington unrivaled economic and political muscle. It can slap sanctions on countries unilaterally, which frees that country out of large parts of the world economy. And Washington can spend freely, certain that its debt will be bought up by the rest of the world. The war against Ukraine, combined with Washington's increasingly confrontational approach to China, have created a perfect storm in which both Russia and China are accelerating efforts to diversify away from the dollar. Their central banks are keeping less of their reserves in dollars, and most trade between them is being settled in the yuan. They are also making efforts to get other countries to follow suit. The Biden administration.
6: So um, it's very interesting that countries like China and uh, Russia are not are no longer holding as much uh, dollars, but they're trying to sway away from it, and they're trying to settle uh, transactions between themselves. Yeah, um,
1: we're, we're seeing the the flip happen, right? Like it was yes. it's theoretical, but it's, it's Russia and China are making moves. They're pouncing. Big, big
6: moves. Big yeah. moves. And then, um, so we're going to talk about it in a little bit. Yeah, but, um, so they're going to, they want to create their own currency. And that currency is going to be backed by actual metals, like gold. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be really destabilizing. Uh, very interesting to see. Now let's watch um, a minute of this video as well. Actually, I'll play a little bit in the beginning and then at the end. Um, so let's do that.
8: I'm going to put an announcement this week that Russia will begin using the Chinese Yuan, uh, to, for international payments instead of the dollar. Saudi Arabia is also in talks with Beijing to do the same thing. Speaking of Saudi Arabia, meanwhile, they are in talks uh, with Iran as well to consider an economic alliance with China and Russia. And they can even be joining the BRIC countries, which is an acronym for these countries here, Br- uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, these countries all have emerging economies. So what happens if our economy and the U.S. dollar are no longer the world's dominant currency? Former Assistant Treasury Secretary.
6: Then let's skip uh, to the end. I want to show you guys um,
4: one thing.
0: Global Hi. economic system. Here at home, you know what it's going to mean for us? It's going to be raging inflation so much worse than anything we have ever experienced will. Yeah. And I'll tell you, they're setting it up so that they can then come to the rescue by introducing central bank digital currencies. Right. If they were to do that and the United States already has a pilot program, that means the loss of your individual economic freedom. Because the government will have total access and control of everything you buy And sell and the ability to turn it off like that.
8: Ominous warning. I hear you. Saudi Arabia is the tippy. Great. I,
1: I, I, it's just crazy that it's, it's mainstream, right? Yes. Exactly. Mainstream conversation right now. Um, like it's, it's literally the best marketing we could possibly have for Monero. It's, it's, they're like one sentence away from, from saying it, right? So they're they're opening people's eyes to the (laughs) fact that they're about to potentially Used any semblance of financial privacy they've already had. They're explaining to people why financial privacy is so important, so vital to our freedom and liberty. Like all those conversations are going to take place, and you know people are worried about the CBDC as being the thing that's effectively going to do that. What's the solution? True cryptos, right? Mm -hmm. when When you start to go go down the list of which cryptos actually would truly preserve your financial privacy the most, you arrive at Monero. So I mean, it's we're getting close, man. I mean, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know when if it's like another year or how much longer. But Monero is going to be discussed on CNN, on Fox, on all, like it's. Yeah. We're getting close. We're getting close. I think so.
6: Eventually, I think so as well. I mean, I never thought I would
1: never think the CBDC conversation would be where it, where it's already at. Like that that happened really fast. I, I think I feel it like fast.
6: Right? Things are going you know, faster than than I expected. I think the same. And I was watching this video and I was actually going to pause it for minutes because I kind of understood what they were talking about. And then I watched until the end. And then she said, CBDCs, that's what they want. Um, and it's going to take away your freedoms. And I think that's really interesting that they're playing that on Fox News. Mm-hmm. So, um yeah, I, don't, I think they're going to discuss Monero, you know, in the next one, two years. As soon as CBDCs come. I think that we're going to hear Monero on the news. Um, now let's play another video on the U.S. dollar.
7: The Federal Reserve knows the dollar is finished. I mean, honest to God, um, if I could speak about maybe something I've heard at some point, maybe from something reputable, maybe, maybe not, you never know. I'm just going to throw something out there that I heard. That the BRIC nations want off the dollar, and they're going to do it August 1st of this year. So they have their own version of the SWIFT system, an international payment system that will run everything but the dollar. And joining that list is Saudi Arabia. This is big. China's on that list. Russia's on that list. Brazil is on that list. You know, Thailand's on that list. There's a lot of countries that are tired of the dollar and they want off. Okay. Um,
6: yes, I think it's going to be a very... Scary time because, um, uh, the dollar has been used so strongly and now, um, it's very smart, uh, what Russia and China and all these countries are doing by destabilizing the dollar and sort of decentralizing the financial, uh, power in a way. Of course, it's not the way that we would want it to be. Um, but it's taken away a lot of power from, from the U.S. Yeah.
1: I mean, they're, they're competing, you know, that these just like, Citizens lose out from the fiat system. Other countries lose out from America's fiat system, right? It, it doesn't yes. just take advantage of of the citizens here. It takes advantages of other countries as well. This ability mm-hmm. to control the money uh, and print more at will and mm-hmm. have an infinite supply of essentially the, the world reserve currency. And so, you know, it's just a matter of time. You know, other other mm-hmm. countries never wanted that. They just never had the ability to to overcome the U.S. But Apparently they're, you know, they're at, they're at a point in time where it seems like they they do have that ability to do so. They're teaming up and they're they're seeing what they can do, and it it all has to do with the crypto evolution too, right? So we're just in this world mm-hmm. where, where money is competing, right? We're in that that mm-hmm. period of time where we're seeing competition between money, and we'll see which which money wins. Crazy, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So they're competing too with their CBDCs. It's not just crypto, right? Everybody's competing. So each, each one's going to affect each other. I, you know, I've said, I think the, the end result is going to this, you know, CBDCs are going to exist alongside true cryptos for some time. uh, Yes. Transition that. And I, I do think CBDCs in order to compete are going to offer features that, you know, uh, will attract people. Right? Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, obviously, they're going to be doing things that, uh, aren't ideal in terms of preserving liberty, but they're going to be offering features that, that people may want to have in their money, uh, mm-hmm. without revealing what the, you know, the bad parts are. Right? But, mm-hmm. like, look at, like you said, look at, I mean, we could very well see a, um, a CBDC issued by, right, like Russia and China teamed up, right, and with Saudi Arabia yes. and others. That is backed by gold. I mean, that's yes. that's a feature, yeah. right? That that competes. Like, what do you rather own? You rather own a uh, fiat U.S. dollar that's not backed by anything, or you want this CBDC that's that's backed by gold, right? All right. So there's mm-hmm. some trust involved with you know whether or not they actually you know ha- have the gold in their reserves, but it's better. It's better than what fiat currently is, right? It's, yes. Step in the right direction. So
6: I mean, it, it's going to compete. Crazy. And this has been planned for a long time, I think, because last year Putin, when everybody decided to push Russia away from the financial system, what did Putin do? He said, okay, well, the rubble is not doing good right now, but what we're going to do is that we're going to back the rubble by gold. So then if you want to settle anything with us, if you want to purchase anything with us, you can pay in rubbles to strengthen our currency or by gold. And then they, they hoarded a lot of gold by doing so. And in this article, it says, um, that the new currency would be secured by gold and other commodities, such as rare earth elements. And like Doug said, what do you, what currency do you want? Do you want the U S dollar, the CBDC U S dollar backed by probably nothing, or do you want the Chinese, the Russian CBDC backed by a rare earth element? So, um, I think by now, CBDC, everybody should know that CBDCs are coming. And again, like Doug said, it's going to be CBDCs alongside crypto, um, For how long, I'm not sure. But the thing is, they're going to make CBDCs in such a way that... It's like with the dollar. People are not going on the streets protesting about inflation because most people are aware about inflation, but they don't know that how bad it really is. But I think with CBDCs, once they see the negative interest rates that they need to spend their money, and then, oh, I can buy this, why can't I buy this? I think we're going to see more protests when CBDCs come. I'm not sure how they're going to hide um, their surveillance system with the CBDCs. Uh but it's very interesting. So, you know, essentially uh Russia's going to have its own CBDC, China's going to have its own CBDC, and they're going to have a gateway to transact between each other without needing the US dollar, which is um revolutionary, destabilizing and scary for people that work for US dollars. Like me and, uh, Dali and Sunita and people that are watching. Um, but then what I want to discuss is, uh, let's see. Let's go back to, yeah, let's discuss the bill. This is bill S600 and 686. So this bill, essentially, if you use VPN to access banned apps, which could be, they talked about TikTok, you know, could be, I don't know, Monero wallet. Let's say that they found out that you got a Monero wallet minimum no no actually it's actually maximum a maximum 20 year sentence and i think up to one million dollars um in fine which is crazy and all these things are done so that um you feel more safe they do it for uh you know to protect ourselves from terrorists but you're just being put in a smaller and smaller and smaller cage with every single legislation that they put in just to protect you because you need someone else to protect you. And like Dan uh, from Taxation said, um, you know, are, you won't have your pants on when you walk on the street, you know. You don't want them to be down to your ankles. Uh, and like your house, you want to have walls in a house. You, you want some level of privacy. Not everything should be transparent. You know, cameras in the bathroom to make sure that people are not, you know, I don't know, exchanging over $10,000 cause that's going to be illegal or, you know, doing drugs and stuff like that. Um, so interesting, very interesting.
1: That was, that was the bill to ban. One of the bills proposed to ban TikTok, right? And they basically wrote it up in such a broad way that it's effectively banning.
6: You're saying usage of VPN and stuff. Yes. So I haven't read the whole legislation. Um, but I think that's what it's trying to imply that, you know, if you're trying to access things that they banned up to 20 years, you know, so they make sure that you are not going to um, to access things that they don't want you to access. Of course, to protect you, because you need to be protected. Um, then what I want to mention is that... All, all
1: these things seem related, right? Like uh, yeah. the operation choke point, which everybody's talking about, which is basically cutting crypto off from the traditional banking system. Right, so mm-hmm. making it difficult for crypto businesses to exist, exchanges and stuff that want to interface with the traditional banking system, mm-hmm. the rise of CBDCs, um, and lo- regulations and laws that are putting that are being put into place that could allow governments to wield control over over crypto, right? Mm-hmm. And start to ban things. They, yeah. it's, they, it's it's not a coincidence that all these things are happening at the same time. This is how. Yeah.
6: You corral pieces, how it happens. Exactly. It's been planned for a long time. Yeah. And it's kind of sad that, you know, we have this thing called cryptocurrency that was supposed to be a revolution, but there's only really one that is really helping the revolution. All of them are not really, uh they're just surveillance tools. Uh, but yeah, people use Monero also for bad things. And I do want to mention that. It's not, it's not all just flowers, you know? Uh, people use it for good things. People use it for bad things. There's this pro ISIS website, uh, hosted in French Pacific Islands, uh, fundraise using Monero. So
1: Yeah, fortunately, these are the types of things that will be pointed out as to why this tool needs to be banned, right, which is analogous mm-hmm. to wanting to ban the Internet because bad things happen on the Internet. <laughs> but that's not and that's not how sure. people are going to view it, and that's not how the government is going to pitch it. And so it's it's really important that we continue to get the proper information it's an information war because at the end yes. of the day if enough people are ethically aligned with it because they truly understand with it then you know if this you know at least in the US if this republic democracy actually functions then, then we win in that manner right and mm-hmm. these draconian laws aren't passed and then second is if they even if they are, uh, that crypto just is built in such a way that it can't be stopped. But mm-hmm. it looks like, as part of all these other things we're talking about, this chokehold on crypto, mm-hmm. you know, this, this is going to be one of the talking points. Mm-hmm. Crypto is used for financing terrorism. When I ran for Congress, I, I, I told you that story, right? I got sent a wow. – everybody that donated to my campaign got sent a letter to their house with a picture of me on it. From my campaign and uh, next side by side with a picture of the Taliban with machine guns in a pickup truck
6: oh yes and, I
4: remember Jesus
1: Monero uh, is used to fund terrorism Doug Tooman supports terrorism is essentially what they said and they you know uh, you donate it to his campaign you you know if you don't if you don't donate it again you won't be hearing from us but if you do you will. So it was a threatening letter to every single person that donated to my campaign with this picture of the Taliban on the, of it holding guns. So, I mean, if, if they're coming, if they were coming after me to, to that regard, uh, in that regard, just, I mean, just, just shows you, right? So it's, it's going to yes. happen. Um, which is why I ran, right? Cause I, I think we, we need people to stand up for it. Yes. We always say, right? It's, it's, it's unstoppable. It's built to be resistant to bans. Uh, that's the only way it's going to work. That's the cypherpunk ideology, but we also need to you know we need to fight this war in, in in more than one way, right so it's it's not just about building unstoppable tech, but we need to to fight the war politically as well because it can be won. I mean America uh, Monero completely ideal uh, aligns with what the true ideals are supposed to be for this country. but somebody needs to be out there. Fighting this, we're starting to see. We're starting to see with the CBDCs. We're starting to see, you know, Ron DeSantis talking talking against CBDCs and some of these other, you know, congressmen and senators. So I don't know. Maybe we get somebody to step up and and make these arguments. But
6: and just to tell people, just to give you some background. So the day that Doug told me that story, we were in Miami, and that same day, using Monero, we purchased coconut water, uh, tipped some people with Monero, we purchased stuff with Monero. So <laughs> nothing. No terrorism involved. Um, that's that's insane. And, you know, it's unfortunate that this one, but uh, yeah. Um, so now let's talk about um, the euro- European Banking Federation and their vision about digital euro. They're saying that they want to create value for end customers and the economy. They want to preserve financial stability and bank funding, of course. Uh, the robust business model to incentivize uh, blah, blah. And balances design choices to safeguard privacy and e- enable the fulfillment of compliance requirements. So we have privacy and enable the fulfillment of compliance uh, requirements while allowing intermediate intermediaries to process customers' payment data based on customers' consent to provide value-added services. Okay. So basically you're not going to have privacy, <laughs> essentially. You can transact, uh, but if there's something that they don't like, they can, of course, turn off your privacy and they can see it and they can do um, whatever you want. But um, we talked about last week about how um, the situation with Fluffy Pony, there's no single central attack point on Monero. You know, if Fluffy, Pony, Fluffy Pony doesn't even have access to the code anymore. So it doesn't matter what happens to an individual. Monero is going to thrive. We're going to have Monero to use against these things. And it's going to protect your privacy for your ISIS or just like a regular, which is the most important thing. Um, Then I want to discuss, oh, yeah, let's go to this one, actually. Um, EU to ban anonymous crypto transfers of over 1,000 euro. So what they want to do, they want to set a limit to 7,000 euro for cash and 1,000 for anonymous cryptocurrency transfers. Okay. Um, Yeah, so. This is crazy. Yeah. This is insane. You can't even buy a car almost, or some stuff like that, you know, like you need to use your, your card. You can not use cash.
1: And, you know, how exactly do they intend on, on banning anonymous crypto transactions over a thousand dollars? How exactly is, is that going to happen?
6: I know that's what I was thinking.
1: I mean, for, and cash too, right? Yeah. How are they, how are do they exactly. intend on doing that? <laughs> yeah. One yeah. is more ridiculous than the next. I'd say that the crypto one is even harder to, to stop, right? I mean, in digital form, people just on the internet will be zapping each other any amount they want using Monero. Um, and they could be doing it within the jurisdiction of the EU. And I just exactly. don't see how they would ever manage to,
6: you know, uh, effectively ban. And Monero protects your IP as well. So you can't even see that it was done <laughs> in the European Union. And you can't even see the amount. So again, a thousand euro cap for Anonymous cryptocurrency transfers. That doesn't make any sense. And, for
8: and this, is,
1: this is exactly what we were talking about, right? I, I haven't read this, but I assume the reason they're doing this is to prevent the financing of terrorism and money laundering, right? Yep.
6: Right there. Yep. <laughs> it's always the same thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's always the same. <laughs> like, how do you argue against that? Like, you, yeah. you can't, guys. I mean, in their eyes, you can't. Obviously, there are arguments against it. They don't want to hear it. So, Crazy. this doesn't
6: make, this doesn't even make, uh, but then, I have two more stuff and and that's it for this week. Right. Um, let's talk about Bitcoin and IPs. So in Monero, you can track a user's IP address. Uh, you're protected against, um, like your IP is protected, um, the sender, the receiver, the amount, everything. So nobody knows it. Uh, but reportedly there's an entity uses a range of 812 different IP addresses to obscure its identity while collecting data on Bitcoin users. And their IP address, like where they actually, um, where they live. So you can do that with Monero. You can read the article. Uh, all the links are going to be in the description if you want to read the whole thing. Uh, but you can't do that with uh, Monero. And that's very unfortunate that, um, that is happening in, in Bitcoin.
8: Um,
6: then last thing that I want to mention, cake wallet, uh, macOS. It's out of, uh, beta as of now. So, um, uh, get it tested, try it out. For the people watching on YouTube, here's the screenshot. That's pretty really cool. I'm not sure if it's on Windows. I think it's just Mac OS. entirely sure. Um, but, yeah. So, just to end the news section, I want to mention two things. One, merotopi.com. As always, <laughs> <gonna buy> tickets. <laughs> You're uh, good at this, man. You're good. We're, we're not good at promoting ourselves. You're good at it. Great tickets. Thank you. You have the card. Then, guys, you uh, view card. Tony.
0: <laughs> Tony And Whoa!
6: I save nine anonymous dollars if you pay percent off with Tony. Tony. And, uh, beautiful. And, we uh, added a
1: libertarian one twenty percent. <laughs> sorry, Tony. <laughs>
6: can you make mine like
1: twenty one percent? All right, we can do that. We'll do that. No, um, I don't know, know it's 21% no. It's okay. Twenty one percent off if you use Tony. You heard um, it here. Until tomorrow. Can you, can you
0: change? Do can you the, change like, it? I don't
1: know. Yeah, can not you just change it? Just yeah, let's get we the weekend to, within the next 24 hours. What? 24 hours? Yeah, we could change. We could change <laughs> the Tony once. Uh, 21% 21% off.
9: Okay. All right, guys, you heard it.
6: 21% for the next 24 hours. And the last thing that I want to mention for the news section is that uh, it's so interesting to go over the CBDC's news and month by month we're coming closer and closer and closer. And one day we're gonna do the news section. And we're going to discuss the CBDC now, like actually living through it. Yeah, we'll be so using
1: it, right?
6: We'll be using it. Yeah. That's going to be crazy. And I think that's in the I next two years. Right? figuring
1: out how we're swapping it for Monero. <laughs> CBDCs to Monero Atomic Swaps. <laughs>
6: Live. That'll be crazy.
1: Coming soon, guys. Monerotopia 2025.
6: No, I'll be wild. Absolutely wild. Shit man.
1: So we get we got a bunch of people that are in the spaces, sixteen. We got a bunch of people online, seventeen. Should we go yeah. should we move over to the spaces and, and hang out with people? Do do people want to talk? Yeah, can, you wanna discuss give, give, uh, uh, requests to speak so we know that uh sure. people are actually looking to chat a little bit. Otherwise we'll we'll kill the show here. I know Sunita's ready for dinner.
0: Yes, I am. <laughs> but I, I, I could do. <laughs> you know, Doug can online. just talk for hours. Any, anybody for
1: hours raise a hand or a, or a heart <laughs> or some, some <laughs> motion in spaces if you want to, if you have something to say.
6: Yeah, guys, if you
1: want to discuss. Up, oh, D. Martian yeah. is requesting. All right, we're gonna go into spaces. We're gonna move. We're gonna move the show over there. Tony us over there, if you can, for a little yep. bit. Yep. Request. Uh, yeah. We'll probably spend about 15 minutes in there. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it begins now. And I, I mean, D.
1: This, this could be another three hours right here.
3: <laughs> D. Martian I moved you up to speak. What's going on, man? Hey, it's, fri- it's Friday, so might as well celebrate with some Monero talk.
6: Hey one month. Hey, D. Martian. What's up?
3: Um, hey, yeah, I, I was I was hoping to get your your thoughts on on something about CBDCs. Um, the way I see it right now, it seems like sometimes a lot of the creeping, uh, tyranny is when something happens and by the time it happens, it's too late to do anything about it or it takes a lot to reverse it. And I think some people now, the people that are talking about it now are kind of like the canaries in the coal mine or, are starting to, to be trying to apprise themselves of what kind of risk to liberty are at stake and how to communicate to people. Um, how, how do you think the, that liberty could be affected? And, um by the CBDCs and how do you think we can communicate to other people so that something can be done? Yes. You're asking Tony, Tony. Tony. Yeah. I'm asking yeah, Tony. Yeah. yeah. Or actually anyone. I would like to know what you think too, Doug, because you, you've been in politics for a while. Uh, okay. I'll go for you. That's a good. That's a very good question. Well, um, Tony, I'm here. I'm hearing like a little echo over yeah? there. It actually sounds like delayed, but I'm only on one device. I don't know where the echo is coming from.
6: I'm just sitting on. I'm not even, Oh, is okay, is it be- better? Yeah, that's better, that's Yeah, better. The Martian? Clear. Okay, Um. yes, I think, Um. affect, uh, liberty as we ask because you're not gonna really have privacy, you're not gonna, you really want to, buy, let's say as much, uh, carbon tracker and the stuff. Freedom is out the one. As the Martian, saying, all the, for the sake of our safety in a smaller and smaller cage, uh, how do we spread the word? If, was that the second question? Like how do we, the people? Make right, the I mean, yeah. It
3: seems like a lot. A lot when it comes to privacy, for example, a lot of the people that are of the the mentality of uh, "Well, I got nothing to hide" or actually seem to be coping because they they're really overwhelmed by it. They know they they don't know enough. And It would be a lot of effort, and they just they know that there's it'd be really hard for them to even grasp the concept. So they kind of revert revert back to their retreat to kind of okay, well, I'm just not going to worry about it because I can't do anything. Um, but maybe we we can do something if we can convince people of the importance and the impact to them now so that they're actually willing to, to take steps while there's time.
6: Very good point. Uh, beautiful point. Uh, my, this topic and Doug's is very simple. I think that complicated and because we're, so usually if I, uh, would you have a house? Say no. Like you, you then you would relate it to the financial system. What if I told you that you can buy of this? What if I told you that the whole world and others would be bought? That gift is all transparent, or you know stuff like that. And then, uh, so giving will make them, and then you kind of give them a fundamental thinking and approach. Then giving them, not only if they're into monero, but the fundamental, because eventually they're. end of those examples, they don't need to know about will overly to layman understand. So this will be a.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like we were saying on the show. I mean, and like what I, I talk about it all the time, right? Well, what the effect is, it's what it's why I. I do the show to get the word out there. So it's kind of the million-dollar questions of what we can do, what we can say. I'm trying to say it every day, but I think that the the message that will resonate the most is basically what's now being said on on Fox News and CNN. It's that they're creating this thing called a CBDC, and it's not even that. You know, it's it's going to eliminate your financial privacy. It's that it's going to be programmable, right? So they're going to eliminate cash. Everybody understands. Well, actually, the younger generations really don't. But people that that have money and have and have you know are are 40 years or or older understand what what it means what cash means, right? And it means that you have this ability to hold a bearer asset, use it at will. And nobody knows you're using it, particularly the government and corporations and everybody understands. That's why cash is, it's like, it's a universal constant. People understand why that's imp- so people may, may not care so much. You know, Facebook spies on them. Like they may be like, yeah, I had, you know, the old, I got nothing to hide. i hive. It's fun. I can pictures up there. I can see my family. I don't care if the whole Facebook's what I'm doing. I get this free service, but they will care when they go to spend their CC. And they basically get turned off by this. They will care when they go to check their bank account and they see there's a negative interest rate implemented in as Tony was saying, and there's nothing they can do about it. When they go to whatever purchase their their quota of and their transaction, when they go to send money to some cause or maybe something that's not even that controversial, but for whatever reason the government has has put it on a list and their transaction censored. That that is so. How do we switch out now? I don't know. I mean, we're just talking among the the army of early adopters coming, right? We're all, whatever, smart enough, we're just taking the time to think about it where we all see this coming. We're out there every trying to get the masses to get aware, you know, be aware of it. But really, I, unfortunately, I think it, they're not going to be aware until it hits them in the face. And Monero will be here and it will be ready for me, right? So I think that's the important part. We focus on... Building out our economy, building out the tech, using it among ourselves, and we have this island where we're ready for. Once they do get smacked in the face, they have a place to go to, and they will—they will get smacked. But it's coming along right now. But unfortunately, I don't think it's about warning them to jump out of the way. I think it's about building the island and jump to for safety once they once they
3: get smacked in the face. Yeah, no, that's. I think that makes so much sense. Yeah, I could, because I know that there's no way I could communicate some of my, of what I can see from experiences I've had living in Silicon Valley, working with the types of, uh, people that, in companies that use that data in ways that, like AI to literally focus on a person across all their devices and influence their behavior subtly in ways that they don't even realize. But it's a game that's constantly playing against you. You're using all that data in a way to control you in ways that affect you. Some things are, are by modifying your behavior, or it could be by using that data to modify things elsewhere in the world for their own profit, but to your disadvantage. Um, and describing that to people it sounds, it's, it sounds like such a wild thing that they can't see. And they're just kind of like, okay, it sounds bad, but I think, yeah, once they get smack in the face, they got to have that alternative. And I think the trucker, their, uh, instant, uh, protest was, to me, a, a big wake up call because there wasn't a, a, that was a moment when, when people were ready to go, uh, say, well, this, we can donate money. And yet they, the, it wasn't, it really wasn't that clear to people how to get resources in place. The, the ways to transfer money and convert that into resources, people weren't able to pull that all together. Instead, they had truckers holding up signs saying hodl and they're like, what? It's not, it's not what they're supposed to do with it right now. Uh, so it seems like. Yeah, that's, that'll be a big part of it, making it so that people are aware of who to turn to. Yeah, I mean, imagine, you know, whatever
1: the next pandemic, right? Government knows if you're vaxxed or not, right? You need your vax pass, digital ID vax pass, which is now CC. You want to go out, you want to go out to a restaurant, not only your, 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 your CBDC just won't even function, even work, right? Like, like they could they can control you in that way. They can control. How you your money? Essentially, perfect control you. You have you have no means of you know living in a society. You can't use your money at yet, yet your own free will. So that's why I think is more than anything else, people up scale and they actually start turning turning the screws. Body, okay.
3: let me add body over here. He's got I one one pieces, last question uh, for you um, Doug, about about uh, based on your political experience. Cause I know you you have familiarity with the law and uh, government in general. That's why you ran for it. Uh, so when the federal government was created, it was created with the idea that power will be exploited. And I had tried to have checks and balance when the government was much, much smaller than it is today. Um, the way that is uh, concentrate power, do you see any um, parallels where people have lost the way or they might resonate to uh, something lost in the way that things are working? Can you just rephrase the okay. question? You cut down a little bit. Sorry. Um, do you see uh, certain values that that of, uh, or certain ideals that foundations of the U.S. federal government in terms of of uh, not yeah? Do you how see how is CBDC
1: potentially is violate violates yeah. concept? Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, uh like you're saying, right? Like the federalist was all about protecting minorities. Essentially, that's really where free speech. Uh, derives from, right? It's really about free political so that the minority opinion always, uh, essentially exist and be broadcasted. Um, but if, if you're able to touch, you know, shut down the types of political speech, you can essentially completely control society. And, and it's where, how tyranny blossoms. CBDC, money, money is, spent. I, I, I believe software's code is, and so if you could control money, control that form of, comes down to the same basic concepts where, I mean, you literally pointed out the scenario with the truckers in Canada. That's, there's your perfect scenario where the government was basically able, able to exercise tyranny controlling money. And so we may see more extreme forms of that. People that might have some political ideas that uh, mis- don't align the, the tyranny that's in power at the time. And they'll be able to shut those people down by turning off their money sticky. They can't it's equivalent to putting a muzzle on them. Uh where they you know, if they if they can't speak on social media, that's one thing. But then also if they can't if they can't uh use to 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 fund themselves, how are they gonna spread their ideas? So it's just another me controlled the flow of information and control ideas. And like you said, this country was built upon core philosophical principle, always allowing it to compete and not allowing it to have power. They shut down the free flow of it. Thanks. Yeah,
6: that's great. Beautifully said. I mean, that,
1: that, that's how I look at it. Body, what's going on? Body, body can uh, drop some, drop
6: some for sure. Hey, body. What's up, man?
5: Hey, man. Good to, uh, good to chat with you. Uh, you're coming to, uh, you're coming to Monerotopia, right?
6: First, I think I'll be able to, but I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I really hope, uh, but I'll, in one cool. week, Not you guys.
5: Cool. Well, I hope you make it out there.
6: Damn, so, Tony. You're leaving us, uh, hoping over here. Make moves. <laughs> yeah.
5: We gotta apply some more social pressure. If we get on Twitter and be like, everyone tell Tony to make it out. Uh, everyone tag me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, with respect to this question, um, you know, how do you, how do we like convince people about CBDCs and, and get their attention? Um, the first thing I would say is target the people that would already be potentially amenable there's a whole segment of people that are kind of open that um you know ha- have the ears to hear it and then there's a whole segment of the population that'll just never hear it so you just like don't waste your time on those guys but then the other thing um to me personally i would connect it to um the whole uh the whole virus alarmism stuff that happened be like yo remember when they like shut down everyone's business and screwed up the economy well imagine if it was just even easier for them to do that and now they could just shut down people individually right you tell people like These CBDCs, they completely get rid of – even even though it's almost like kind of nominal where the banks are supposed to be a private industry and the government's supposed to get a warrant and come there and talk to the banks. And there's like – there's a whole bunch of process and procedure that they're required to go through, and there's kind of like a layer of separation. But imagine removing that layer of separation where the government is the bank suddenly, and now they can just tell everyone exactly what they can do. The next time they want to try and shut down the economy, done. Right? They, they could just do it. They don't have to go through any kind of formal process to, to talk to individuals or industry or corporations. They could just go straight to it. So, um, you know, maybe connecting it in that way, saying like, Hey, if they want to do another one of these, uh, crazy lockdown tyranny things, it's just going to be that much easier for them with the CVD. But I think it's very encouraging that Fox News, um, like that we're seeing, we're seeing them talk about CVDCs on Fox News. It does make me a little bit suspicious too. I think to myself, well, okay. Is there some kind of like false dichotomy being set up here? Like, are we? Is there a limited hangout going on, and are we kind of being led down a path? I'm I'm not saying one way or the other, but I definitely would would want to ask that question at least and see, you know, maybe explore that some, see see what that possibility would be. But anyway, so that was just my my thoughts on um, yeah. I'm- Question I'm, that, like, you I'm
1: curious. We're, like we're powered. You have you have these politicians, but we all know politics get there. So I'm curious, there's are are pushing to be out there talking against this. Is you know, like kind of Bitcoin lobby, uh, banking industry that you preserve its side by tail banking industry. I'm curious where that power.
5: That's definitely one thing we have in our favor. There, like there's kind of a lot of disparate interests that don't want to see a CBDC like okay i dislike the bankers and and the way that they have such an unfair advantage but i think i dislike the government more <laughs> so uh, i would be amenable to having some kind of temporary alliance where we could be, we could at least be like okay this is so bad we need to like all of us oppose it and we can temporarily be i don't know frenemies with some of these banker insider types um i i, I would like to think too like i, I really i want to believe that some of these guys like uh, Tucker Carlson or, or whoever else, that some of these guys are actually waking up, you know, like previously they are like, oh, yay, government and okay, minimal government and it's bad. But now they're like, oh, wow, there's really, really nefarious people here and we need to do something about this. I would like to believe that a lot of these guys that were kind of normies are are kind of waking up now. So hey, there's that, that possibility.
1: It, that definitely is that, because at the end of the day, it's all, if it's popular enough to be out there, your base, and you're actually talking, like, if that's getting popularity, propel them more like that, uh, and I I'm actually do have it in their heart, their freedom fighting is actually in traction, there's that. But I also discount the fact that there's problems out there. It's like, it almost feels like Fox are talking, you feel like, I don't know, I'm, I'm just surprised this narrative being pushed by, uh, you know, Tucker Carlson, but to be out there talking, talking, I'm just kind of surprised. Where that lock.
3: And that intuition sounds correct to me, because with I mean, especially when it comes to money and financial systems, there's been, been entrenched powers that are benefiting well from it. So somebody's benefiting from the status quo in a way that they don't want to see changed. It seems exactly, exactly. I mean, the re-
6: the retail bank, most obvious. What I'm thinking is that essentially it's going to be on CBDC, the president. So when they spend our money, are they good percentages for say, going power, and then? us that have the negative interest rates affected because it's programmable so that's the most CBDC. yeah that's that's because we're all in the same boat according to the body has been up and talking uh but we'll all be in the same boat a lot of people are not going for among the amongst the politician and the bankster unless to modify their sick wallets it's favorable for, those, for the rest of us they're gonna so
3: do you think there's any kind of way that in the short term there could be a disadvantage for not having CBDCs and in- The U.S. or any other country went, while other countries are implementing that because somehow they get some kind of synergistic effect of having this economy that everything's using CBDCs.
6: I think so. Let's I'm gonna what if let's say what if Monero would be the dollar and the dollar would so that cash is not really hard, but you see, or you get a discount, you get 20% and. That's going to get a lot of people say, yeah, of course. They're going to tell their employer, I want to be paid in CBDC. I don't like it. Well, I'm getting this. I think they're going to make it favorable for people in the beginning. But uh, it's going to be interesting. Is it going to transition, a cash DC, or just a total destruction, and somehow we're going to have CBDC? But then there's there's people. People don't have a phone, right? <laughs> so that they can – so, okay, so my question. I guess we can transition. I don't know. What do you guys think? Of-
9: they're going to every, give everyone a Fed phone. Fuck. If you don't have one, you get a Fed phone. Oh, my God. It's going to be a custom version of Android, but instead of, like, Graphene OS, it's going to be the complete opposite. It's going to be SuperOS <laughs>
6: OS. It's, good. I mean, it's not far from being called Build OS.
9: One thing that might be
5: worth um, keeping in the back of the mind, or, or as a consideration, it's possible that the dollar is not actually going to fail. It's possible that the world is not going to de-dollarize in the way that we think. Um, there are some people kind of putting out counter-opinions, like, for example, Lynn Alden uh, had a thread where she was talking about um it, it's kind of one thing for some of these nations to get together and then uh sort of do some of their inter-trade accounting with their own currencies but it's a totally different thing if um if they're going to de-dollarize for the purposes of uh completely like trying to balance their trade surpluses and deficits one thing that happens right now is that the united states prints dollars they export it the rest of the world uses it to settle their their trade imbalances now China is basically a net saver um, and the United States is net uh, i don't know a net spender basically, um, which is why we've seen the manufacturing base leave america and The thing is you've seen China have these very mercantilist policies, which means that they're they want to be net uh, net exporters of everything and they really like the power that gives them but the problem is that if they really wanted to take the the RMB and then turn that into something like a reserve current, a currency or something to compete with the dollar. You end up in this, they'll end up in this situation where they're going to have to completely open a lot of the capital controls that they use, um, with the renminbi. So which means then suddenly that they have to be net exporters of the renminbi. Uh, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, the RMB so that they can fill the demand that other nations would have for using them for their trade imbalance or their trade balances, whether it's, it's a surplus or a negative. So that requires China to open up in a way that they really might not want to do and it requires that they could experience the same kind of effects that happened when the US dollar became the world reserve currency which which was a removal of the manufacturing base. So in a lot of ways it might be like so we see all this stuff on the news okay they're they're probably doing some uh some amount of trade in their own native currencies but it might be that the dollar they don't want to change that system they might not want to go through the pain that that requires. Um, and the, the system the U.S. has right now is beneficial to the people, like the banksters, basically, the people that are printing money, that have access to the, uh, to, to the printer and to loans and all that. But it's been kind of bad for the United States population base. Whereas if maybe the dollar did, maybe if we did de-dollarize, that would actually help the middle class significantly with a little bit of pain in the interim. And I'm not, I'm not exactly sure that any of the power players in the world want that. So that's just kind of like a quick and dirty on the case for why we might not actually see a dollar failure and the rest of the world might not want to see a dollar failure um, as a more or less reserve currency for trade balance. That's interesting. That's Do you think there'll be a capital
1: potential from the dollar? In, uh, other-
5: well, uh, I'm saying that they might not need to put those capital controls because it could very well be that Russia and China and some of these, you know, these other quote-unquote competing nations, it might not be that they want, to completely remove the dollar as the basis of their um, of their trade balance deficit and surplus, or sorry, just balancing their their overall nation's inflows and outflows of capital, it requires a complete restructuring of their economy. Um, in a way that they probably don't want to do. So it, it might not require capital controls at all. Like the world might just want to continue using the dollar as it is.
1: Yeah. No, no, I get that's very rush, but I'm, I'm curious though, if we potentially, you know, if, if what you're saying doesn't play out, um, and if these start to power, right? If, if a gold backed Russian China becomes attractive, do we potentially see a scenario as government, uh, you know, sanctions it, right? So it doesn't allow people, they put in capitals preventing from. US citizens from moving into it.
5: That would kind of be uh par for the course when it comes to US government putting controls on their uh on their little employees that have to pay their taxes or have to pay the government's taxes. Um but maybe not anymore. We we just saw today, uh where <laughs> maybe we uh maybe we can figure out how not to pay taxes legally. <laughs> Dan Dan can tell us all about it. Could come down
1: to Monero to have
5: those conversations Um I'm really stoked so- he-
3: to see that. Um so one thing I've been considering is that with the rising in, uh debt in the US, it's ballooning without corresponding economic growth. Um what other option could there be other than eventually uh that getting re- recoiled with inflation that devalues the dollar to the point where they're not they don't become insolvent. And is that on a is that do you think that's on a timeline for where it to be imminent or is, is that far out?
5: So there is this theory that What's happening here is not just like a cyclical change, but it's like deeply fundamentally structural. Right now, debt to GDP is so high. It's, it's far higher than it has been um, really since any time since World War II and actually even higher than that. So there's a guy named Russell Napier, and he has this theory where he's saying the only way for the government to actually get the debt to GDP ratio down is to inflate their way out of it. So, yes, we'll have high inflation, but he also theorizes that we'll get a lot more manufacturing returning to the states, um, and that this is a very structural shift um, that's sort of brought on by the turn in the bond market. So, the bond market has been in a bullish scenario for the last, like, half century. But with the bond market and the value of these bonds falling significantly, that sort of invites these structural changes. And he's his theory is that inflation is going to remain high, but that we're not actually going to go into a recession and that we're actually going to have uh, relatively high GDP because they're going to spend this inflation directly into the economy. Um, and supposedly they're going to do this by guaranteeing loans in a way that they haven't done before. Um, like, so, for example, Europe started guaranteeing loans. If you remember, they did the, the college student debt forgiveness recently. So when the government backstops a loan and says, hey, banks, we're going to make sure this loan is covered, that encourages the banks to actually be able to spend into the real economy, into manufacturing and production. Whereas like the past 10 years since 2008, 15 years, it's mostly been financial inflation, right? All of the financial stuff has ballooned in value, but our actual manufacturing base has not increased. Now I'm not saying that I necessarily think that's what's going to happen, but, um, I, I do think it's important to keep in mind that there is like kind of a cogent theory, uh, that that could be the case. They might actually be able to way, uh, be able to inflate their way out of this debt to GDP problem, which, um, I I think I think that answers uh or is responsive to what you said DJ Martian. It is it's exactly. It. Yeah. Thank you. I've
3: I've asked that question to a bunch of people and nobody really had any thoughts like that on it. Wow,
6: thank you. I want to add uh, I want to add one thing cuz Doug mentioned a cap, capital uh flow and I think that they do a cap right now um whole dollars because every time I want to, to Europe they always make it very very complicated and send only a certain amount of money. And then it always going with a bunch of cash that I try to hide, like Christmas decorations or stuff like that, so that they don't see that I'm supposed to give to you or whatever. Uh, a okay, cap, they want to keep the dollars within the U.S. and not outside, so that people don't save in dollars.
1: Tuxedo,
9: go ahead. Oh hey, uh, yeah, the uh, that restrict act, uh, the restrict bill, which everyone's calling the TikTok bill, uh, that's that's crazy. And I have seen some, like, I know it's hard to say anything good could come out of this, but I have seen some good is that because it's dealing with TikTok and VPNs, which is like, you know, TikTok, you know, so many, you know, young people use TikTok. A lot of people use TikTok and VPNs even. It's reached, like, a new kind of status of people being like, whoa, this is really bad. Like, this should not happen. Like, even my mom, like, even my mom knew about this. I didn't even tell her about it. She knew about this, and she was like, this is, like, really messed up. Uh, but what's, what's funny to me, what what makes me the most upset is the, uh, the complete PSYOP that is, oh, we're, we're giving our data to China. We're sending all its data to China because TikTok's Chinese and they're taking our data. But what about all the companies here that do it the best? Facebook, Google, Amazon, you know, it's less, it's a hypocrisy, but they know what they're doing. It's a complete PSYOP so they can implement stuff like this. In fact, they admire the Chinese government. Uh, and how they're able to control stuff like this. And so they're trying to do the exact same thing by prosecuting people or at least threatening to. We know that they'll never be able to actually do it, but uh, threatening to prosecute people for accessing banned content using a VPN. China literally does that. It's pretty crazy, but um, I don't think, I don't think it's gonna go through, but just the fact that it's proposed is like pretty, pretty insane.
1: Yeah, man, you're, you're spot on though. Those apps, all are because. We want to have <laughs> like,
8: we, yeah. And we,
9: the other thing
1: we spy on. Sorry, our
9: yeah. And the other thing is um, just the whole, the whole thing with like governments finding companies for privacy violations. Like it makes me upset because so many people see this as like, Oh yeah, that's right. Government, you, you show that company, you show that company. They can't take our data. The, the government doesn't care. They literally could not care less. This is just a giant money making machine for them. If they actually cared, they would force that money to go to the consumer instead. They would force drastic action, like shutting down the company or whatever. But no, it's just a money-making machine for them, and that's all it is. I agree, Tux, and I think that overall, they buy your health. They don't care success. They don't care about. It. And So them, like you said,
6: we're giving away our data stuff like that uh, to protect you. There's U.S. based company anyway. So
9: yeah, I yeah. feel like companies in the U.S. They probably steal information like the best. <laughs> they do.
6: They do. I actually have one crypto age and this was I think, during the Cold War and cryptographic machine. If you guys think it would be Enigma, something like that, essentially very good. We should watch it. Uh, so essentially a guy from Europe and the uh, CIA basically patent and Russia, uh, other countries against us, the US. Other patent, uh, sent, um uh, the cryptographic machine across over a hundred countries in spying for over five decades. So yeah, the US, the ci- the yeah, the US can't say anything about that
3: so one thing though with tiktok especially is is that it had a, it got busted for key logging in other apps which is you know it, i think some passwords i think possible passwords were logged which means they probably were um but typically when you see someone putting that kind of, of malware on on in an app you're saying, whoa we're gonna we're gonna clamp down on that we're gonna get rid of it Someone put a key logger in it. it's like almost like a trojan horse um but then even even after that they've TikTok's been questioned add, adding certain security features, uh, that don't seem necessary or unusual. And any, if you, if you look at a country like China that hacks all sorts of places and is pretty successful, all, all terms considered, you think that if there's going to be some exploit, they're probably going to be ahead of it. So there might be a few updates ahead of whatever it is that's not discovered yet. And if they, can, if they find a way to hack your device to have a Trojan horse or another keylogger, they're probably gonna take advantage of that. And you already we already taught them. If they get busted it's you know, no consequences. All right, so, uh so but yeah, I guess the US companies that they don't do that per se because if they get caught there'd be consequences. Listen yeah. Everybody. Uh,
9: oh, go, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, sure. gonna... I definitely uh I definitely wouldn't use TikTok regardless, of course. I wouldn't condone anyone use TikTok, but I honestly feel my data is safer in the Chinese go- government's hands than our government because What's China gonna do? You know, what are they gonna do? Come knock at my door and throw me in jail because I said something here in the US. Uh, but yeah, I try to stay away from all the social medias from all the big companies because I know I'm saying that I'm on Twitter. Um, but I don't use them personally for any personal stuff because they're all just invasive <laughs> in their own unique way and they're all just egregious and they don't care. I think they'll send you a, a tuxedo. balloon. they'll
6: send you a balloon. Tuxedo, how's it look? Take your passport.
9: Uh I'm hoping so. I'm hoping so. Uh it's uh-huh. it's kind of it's going to be hit or miss whether I get it in time or not. Um you know the US government takes like forever. Now they're estimating expedited is like 9 to 11 weeks, but I had oh done mine like serious? sooner. Yeah, it's crazy. It's insane. Uh so I'm not going to be holding my breath, but it looks like I very well could get it in time. So we'll see. That's cross, Good get you down there. All right guys, An olive oil,
1: some lemon on the oregano. All right, everybody. Probably. Thanks everybody for jumping up here. Thank you, D Martian, Tito, Tony, Baldy. greatly, uh, anybody that hasn't bought it, to and down do so. Just spread the word. We added the virtual tickets, MoneroTopia.com. And yeah, just get the word out, guys. It's going to be a ton of amazing content. Great way to, uh, come learn about Monero. All right. Cheers, everybody. Good night.
6: 21% until tomorrow. Please code Tony.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it'll be 21% once we change. Uh, good night, guys. All right. Good night. Bye.
0: Thank you for joining us on this week's Monerotopia episode. We stream live shows every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern. You can find and subscribe to our show on YouTube and Odyssey or listen to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter or join us in the Monerotopia Telegram group. See you all next week.